Westside Baptist Church in Noonan, Georgia, brings you our weekly podcast. We hope you will be encouraged by our music and a message from the Word of God as we present our Sunday morning and Sunday evening services and our weekly broadcast by Dr. Melvin Payne. We thank you for listening. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. Yes, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the Yes, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb on the second. Would you be free from your passion and pride? And there's power in the blood, power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's time. There's wonderful power in the blood. your king. There's power in the blood, oh power in the blood. Would you live daily his praises to sing? There's wonderful power in the blood. Yes, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the In the precious blood, I'd sing the chorus, sing there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Yes, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. I'd sing the chorus one more time. wonder-working power of the Lamb. Amen. 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 Aren't you glad to be at church on this rainy morning? Amen. Some of you look like you are. Some look wet. Not happy about it. Amen. I'm just glad to be at church this morning. Amen. 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 Brother Stephen.
tell you something I was I was uh, in the hall waiting on the choir to come around a while ago and uh, I was watching some of the choir members that come in late you know <clears throat> and I was thinking as one of them came through one of the ladies and they didn't know I was standing back in the room and as they came by they were walking like this, and they were pulling down the end of their skirt, you know? They were like this. And I got tickled. And this is what came to mind. I thank God he loves us where we are. <laughs> it may be walking down the hall, pulling down the hem of your skirt. Men, amen. God loves us where we are. I'm so glad that one day, one day, God looked down and saw a little boy over on Ringle Road in Shambly, Georgia and said, you know, I love him right where he is. And I want to go and I want to help him. And I was only seven years old. But ladies and gentlemen, I was shackled by sin. And the Lord showed up and he had a key. <laughs> and he turned that key and the shackles fell off. And I've been free free praise the lord free forevermore amen you go ahead and sing and clean so long i have searched for lies enslaved by this world and my Then the door of my prison was open, 
it makes me think about myself, and I, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to fall backwards again. I don't want to make those mistakes. I don't want to get caught off guard. But this morning, the, the Lord reminded me of that comment that I made last night when I said that I was scared. He did not give me the spirit of fear today. He gave me the spirit of freedom and liberty and righteousness and hope. I have a lively hope today in my life, and I can thank God for that. And I told the Lord this morning when he revived me, rejuvenated my spirit, I would not be ashamed of him today that I would stand in here and give him the glory that he's doing my life. I love him so much today, and I just thank God that he has broke those chains that held me down for so long of misery and self-regret. And just, I thank God for that because I love myself and I love him today, and you know, Brother Alton preached on that lively hope that we have. And I thank God that I had that lively hope. I have a vision in my life today. And I'm longing to be home with my Jesus. Amen. You know, and I think if you're not longing to be home every now and then, you might need to check up on where you stand. Because I'm going to tell you, I was driving down the road the other day, and I said, I'm just longing to be home with my Jesus. I cannot wait to see his face to encounter his presence fully to the max and just, just stand there in his all and just say, thank you, Lord, for forgiving a sinner like me and, and allowing me to, to step into glory where you are today. And I just thank God for being a, a major, major part of my life today, and I just love him with all my heart. I just thank him for everything Amen. he's done in my home. I just I can't stop thanking him enough, and I just thank God that I know Amen. that I don't have to be afraid yeah. of anything today because greater is he that's in me yeah. than he Amen. that is in this world. Amen. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Woo! Glory to God. Yeah. Hey. Amen.
has a way of taking over service and I have to be quite honest with you I'm praying in my spirit exactly what does God want me to do at this moment I want to follow the Lord I 
I want to do that is which is right. I know that we have membership here and guests here. I really don't know what you expected to find this morning when you showed up at Westside Baptist Church. But folks, we just believe in worshiping the Lord. We just believe in worshiping the Lord. I'm going to stop right there. and I'm going to turn my Bible over to the book of Psalms. And I just want to talk to you for a minute of a couple reasons that we might love the Lord. I want to say to you that I love the Lord. <laughs> Go ahead, sister. take over that I tell you what God's good amen I'm just glad he loves us where we are that's why I love the Lord I love him because he has heard my voice and my supplication not ashamed amen heard my voice one day as a lost sinner he heard my supplication what was that Lord forgive me I'm a dirty rotten sinner save my soul I remember the day I was in the kitchen and Right after church, and I heard Dad say, Jesus is coming again. And man, I was just uh, six-ish, maybe seven at the most. And I thought he meant right then. And I'd been in junior church, and I'd listened to Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Cargill, and I knew that Jesus was going to come one day, and I knew that I was a sinner and that if I did not get saved, that when Jesus came, he'd leave me behind. I love him because I fell on my knees between the end of a door and the edge of a headboard of a, on a bed and my dad's arm around me and asked Jesus to save me. That's why he heard my supplication. He heard my cry. That's why I love the Lord. I love the Lord because he hath inclined his ear unto me when he could have reclined, he inclined. How many times do we recline God? I wonder how many people are sitting at home today in their recliner instead of being faithful to that which God had given them to be faithful to. I want to tell you I love the Lord because he's never reclined on me. He's always been an incliner, one that leans in like a father listens to their little children. You remember, I'm looking across this congregation, and I see many men that are fathers or that were fathers and are grandfathers. You can't help it when that little tug comes on the pants leg, and they say, Daddy, 
And you can't help but lean down. If you love them, you'll lean down and say, Honey, what is it? I want to tell you that when God hears you whisper, Jesus, he inclines his ear. And he does it because he loves you. And that's why I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Because in verse 5, you'll find he's a gracious Lord. I was talking today about seeing the people coming late. Late for... Uh, for choir, and that he loves us right where he is. He's a gracious Lord. And in that verse, you find also not only is he a gracious Lord, but he's the God of mercy. I heard a testimony of a young lady named Allison brought in off the streets of Atlanta, Georgia. And Allison, when she was 10 years old, her daddy started pimping her out to men when she was 10 years old. Her daddy, the pimp, when she was 16 years old, was thrown into prison for drugs. The new pimp came along, and Allison's mama made her marry the pimp thinking that he would give her some kind of financial security, believe it that or not. Miss Allison said, I've done every drug there's known to man, minus heroin. Now in her 40s, for one year now, Allison has been clean. For one year now, Allison has been a born-again Christian. For one year now, she's experienced the graciousness of Jesus. For one year, she's enjoyed his mercy. Some would have thought, surely this woman in her 40s was too long gone. She didn't have a, a tooth in her head because of the drugs, because of the methamphetamines she's taken. She's experienced the graciousness of God. I was listening to the testimony of another man. And he said this. And he's also an older man that has lived on the streets most of his life. And is now a born-again Christian. He stood up in the middle of a crowd and he said this. And this is a quote. He said, children, Satan knows your name and calls you by your sin. God knows your sin that calls you by your name. I want to tell you, I'm so glad that no one ever cared for me like Jesus. He knows us by name this morning. I hope you took a shower before you came to church. If you did, every hair you lost and went down that drain, God knew it. Not only does he know how many hairs of, that are on your head, the Bible says they're numbered. 
He knows if 1,001 and 526 and 302 all fell out during the shower. He knows it. The bird falls from the air. He knows it. And I'm glad he knows my name. I can't help but love a God of such graciousness. I can't help but love a God of such mercy. I tell you, I love the Lord because in verse 7, we find the Lord hath dealt with us bountifully. I look around and I know that there's financial needs. I know there's needs in this congregation. But I don't see a one of you dressed in rags. I don't think any one of you in here had to sleep under a bridge. He has dealt bountifully with us. Hey, if you're saved, I want to say something else. Being born again and born again alone, he has dealt bountifully for you and me. He owes us nothing else. If he did nothing else for us, if we did live under a bridge, if we did dress in rags, when we look at what he did for us on Calvary's tree, we'd have to say he has dealt with us bountifully. And that's why I love Jesus. <clears throat> I want to tell you, this Lord and Savior has delivered <clears throat> our soul from death. How you like that, sports fans? That's right. <laughs> hey, Christians, you are as dead right now as you will ever be. I'm telling you, in this flesh, we have hit rock bottom. The good news is, everything from here is up, up, up. When we drop this nasty flesh off, we're going to fly. Like the song says, I'll fly away, oh glory. I'll fly away. I've seen the sinners die, church, and sometimes it's not pretty. I've seen them go out screaming and crying, and I've seen the saints go out. I've seen them go out singing, I'll fly away, oh glory. I've seen them go out saying, I love you, Jesus. I've seen them go out saying, who were those men that came in a minute ago looking at me? They said it's okay that they'll come back later to get me. Who were they? I want to tell you who it was. It was Jesus. Why? How could he do that? Because he knows us by name. That's why I love Jesus. Do you love him this morning? Do you know him this morning? Let's all stand. <laughs> I want to give you a chance as the pianist plays, as we sing. If you don't know the Lord as your Savior, I want to give you a chance to be saved. Say, preacher, I don't know the Lord, but I'd like to know the Lord. If you'll walk down this aisle, 
we'll take the Word of God. We might take this little soul winning card that's got the Word of God written on it and show you how you can go to heaven if you were to die today. Say, preacher, this is the weirdest service I've ever been in. Well, we do this all the time at Westside. We just let God work. Hey, Christian, has He worked in you today? Is there a burden you have? Something heavy on your heart? Something that's out of your, <clears throat> that's gone out of your control? I want to tell you right now, Christian, it's not out of the control of the Lord. And you may not see Him jumping into action for you at this moment, but I want to tell you, He's hasting. He's got a hasting strength. Something I was going to preach on this morning before God changed things. He hastens to your trouble. He's working behind the scenes. And I want to say to you, if you want to come down, why don't you just say, God, I don't see you in this thing, but ahead of time, I want to thank you for it. I trust you enough to thank you and say, I trust in your hasting strength. I want to say, Christian, do you have anything, a burden that you may want to come and lay on the altar? So Christians, that's your invitation. That's your challenge. Lost loved ones, that's your challenge. We want you to be saved today. Don't leave this building without knowing the Lord Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Places. Just as I am. Do you mean it? Just as I am. Without one blink. But that thy blood was shed for me. And that thou bidst me come to thee. Oh, Lamb. Oh, Lamb of God. I come.
praise God. Just as I am without one. Winder, Georgia, to go to a funeral Friday. A friend of mine from South Carolina called me with a heavy heart. He said a man who he had been witnessing to for years, for 14 years, he had gone to him and begged that he would be a, a Christian. The man would reject Christ and reject Christ. One day Andy gave him a Bible and said, please read the gospel. Start in the book of John. This young man took the Bible. A year or so later, he walked into Andy's house with that Bible and he laid it on the kitchen table. And he said, I'm giving the Bible back to you. I don't need it. I don't need anything in it. And he turned around and he walked out of the house a couple years ago. Wednesday. Young man took a gun and ended his life. And the odds are he went out 
into an eternal hell. My heart was busted. It was broken because I knew this man. I said, doggone it, Satan got another one. But he's not getting this one. Amen. He's not getting this one. I love Jesus because he first loved us you didn't know you needed your sneakers did you sister God's good isn't he we're going to sing another verse maybe God has left this invitation open for you let's sing whether it be salvation or Christian need to rededicate for unload a burden, the altar's open. Let's sing another Just as I am without one key, but that thy blood was shed for me, God's helping folks today. He's helping Christians through, helping them navigate. And he's helping some out of hell today. Amen. Amen. James, won't you come here, buddy? Amen. Give me a mic, babe. Please. I want you to introduce your wife. <clears throat> Westside Baptist Church, this is my wife, Tabitha Chapman. Say that again. <clears throat> this is my wife, Tabitha Chapman. Amen. Amen. And Tabitha, what happened to you this morning? I don't know. I just kind of did that. <laughs> 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 she told me a while ago, she said, I got saved. Amen. When you get saved, there's something different. When I was born again, as just a child, I felt like I had 50 pounds of concrete on my shoulders. And when I asked Jesus to come into my heart, it was a weight that was lifted off me. And Tabitha, what you've experienced is the weight of sin being lifted off you. God looks at your account and he sees a clean slate. Amen. Isn't that good? Amen. God bless you. Amen. Y'all sit down right there. Thank you, my brother. Is that good stuff? Let's sit down just for a moment.